Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to DMZ Live, Harvey Levin here. Charles here. So obviously you know the Chiefs won uh, the Super Bowl, Taylor Swift was there. It's, I, I like that you led with the Chiefs won the Super Bowl because not a lot of people talking about the Chiefs this morning. Well, talking about one Chiefs fan in particular. I gave it 10 seconds. Yeah. And now what we're going to do is pivot to the after parties because I think what happened at the after parties says a ton about the relationship between one Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Ah, there it is. Yes, Taylor Swift, who was um, the center of attention despite not playing a single down in the game. <laughs> uh, but at all these parties, uh, she and Travis are holding court, uh, and they are not shying away from it at all. While they knew that everyone in the club was recording them, uh, they were still having this I, want, I, I would say this like a love it, affair in front of everyone. It's like, it's like the world was blocked out. Right. And they were with each other, DJ, even though there were people all around them. So this is at Zook Nightclub at Resorts World in Vegas. And the DJ, of course, put on a Taylor Swift song, which I always think has got to be awkward for her. But it um, wasn't. But it wasn't. Watch how they both reacted when uh, they played one of her songs. It's so, like, I don't even know. It's like, I mean, like, it's cool. Like, they're leaning into it, and they're just having a great time. But, like, to turn and sing that lyric to each other. It's so cheesy. Pointing at each other. It's, it's sweet. It's cheesy. It is on sweet, On a different day, you would cheesy. say it's cheesy. That's but cool. I also, on another what, what, day, what I, what, what I like about it so much is that that they're not posing. They're not performing for other people. This is not performative at all. I mean, they're just totally into each other, and you can feel it, that it's like all of the handlers and uh -huh. everything else. Honestly, it's just kind yeah, of Yeah, you know, that away. was one of my takeaways yesterday, Harvey, just especially after the game and seeing Taylor with Travis's mom, Donna, and they rode down to the field together and the way they were sticking by each other's side. It, it almost felt like Donna Kelsey was her mother-in-law, like they were family. That, that's the feeling that I got. I mean, look at them, wow. arm in arm. So... Yeah. You're thinking what we're thinking. Yes, yeah. I am, Harvey. I, no. I think this is in going to engage an engagement. I'm not this thinking year. it. I'm not thinking engagement it. this year. You're Harvey, not yes. thinking? No, I'm I, I think this was amazing and I think there's no way that even for, for Taylor Swift that you can't get caught up in the excitement of winning a Super Bowl and actually it doesn't obviously for the Chiefs it doesn't matter how many times you do it, it's still awesome each time. But this was all great. This is this is the great. Well, where is the gravy? This where, is easy. Where are you taking this? Now that there isn't football every week, there isn't a playoff game, there isn't a Super Bowl for her to go to. Yeah, I want to see what is their relationship like outside of the season. 
But I and think that's and I to get me going to be the true sign. Like this Good is point, you've got Carl. stuff to celebrate. This is. This is like this right. is a couple. The fairy tale is over. This is a couple now. that's been. This no, it's not over. No, because remember, this is like you're on vacation. Yeah, there but, are couples. Yeah, exactly. It's vacation. That's right. a perfect. A perfect analysis, Charles. Right. This Let, was vacation. Now we're back home. Hotel sex is Let's easy. Let's see what happens. So wait a minute. So I kind of <laughs> see it a little bit differently. They are juggling two massive careers. Mm -hmm. So in terms of vacation, this is not like the two of them going to Bora Bora. This is. Her uh, flying pretty from, Bora Borish last night in Vegas. But her flying from Tokyo mm -hmm. to California to yep. ultimately Las Vegas and trying to juggle this stuff and you know they're still juggling, but they're in love. I mean, but, but, but hard. That, just it's been love. the routine. She flies in. She goes to the game. They party afterwards, and that's how this has gone. It's like every. No, week but you haven't seen what? them. You what? haven't seen them together. Routine, you have not seen them together. day to day life outside of all this excitement. That's what it's all about. I, I got to tell you. But I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not, not going not gonna to poo-poo it. I thought they were this getting engaged at the nice. beginning of this segment. Now I think they're going to break up. <laughs> Can, <laughs> I, no, I didn't say all that. No, I, I think they're going to get married. But I, I got to tell you, this is so different, from her, at least from her other relationships, because Travis's personality is so big that there's no intimidation factor. There's no she's bigger than me. Mm -hmm. None of that. And I think he is so comfortable in the public eye with her. This is a very different relationship. By the way, from every single one of her prior boyfriends. They also sang love story. To they each did other. sing love story to each other. So, Why are you? God, I just—it's so like I've been so a really bad the... influence on you. Okay, uh, well, someone who was there firsthand uh, got to see how Taylor and Travis were interacting and how everyone around them was interacting. Uh, is film and documentary producer Natish Cannon. And he uh, was there to see all this up close and personal. All these, night long. He, all night long, all morning also. Right. Uh, and he's joining us now from Vegas. Natish, welcome to Team Live. Hey, Natish. Thank you. A pleasure to be here. And uh, thank you for having me. Well, um, we want as much recon as you can give us. So um, How did you my, my, my question is just going to be, paint us a picture of the after party, and in particular, Taylor and Travis. Well, absolutely. Well, they started the night out, I guess, first at Zook, and Taylor was on stage, and Post Malone was performing, and Wiz Khalifa, and they were just having the best time of their life, and they were playing Taylor Swift songs here and there, and Travis would, like, say words to her, and she would sing it back, and they were making out on and off all night, and it was they were just having the most honeymoon phase of their relationship, I would say. And they're having the best time of their life. I mean, the Chiefs won. They're both on cloud nine. They were dancing together. And, you know, they had no problem showing PDA in public. You know, God, that is what's so interesting. Uh, honestly, Charles and I were talking about it today because I'm personally so sick of these celebrities <laughs> who want to pretend, oh, we're not together. Let's go out of the restaurant separately. They do the right. opposite, right. right? I mean, they're on oh, yeah. stage together kissing. They were on stage together kissing. They were just having the best time in there. I think they just wanted to have the most normal relationship. And I think it's Taylor's having a complete opposite of her previous relationship. And she's just completely open in public with all of her friends out there. And, um, you know, she was obviously very heavily guarded all night. A lot of undercover security around her. But she was very, very nice to everybody that, that she would say hi to everybody if you go up to her. And, As uh, I was saying, both very yeah, did, did they, I mean, we see how much they are into each other. Did they notice anybody else around? Were they interacting with like other, some of his teammates 
any of her friends around or was it really just oh, yeah, the with the teammates and i think miles teller showed up and uh, uh machine gun kelly megan fox nina dobrev sean white a lot of people were there at zook all right i uh, right. walked in with and um a lot of celebrities around there and then uh post malone was there and then when afterwards uh we all took uh they went out through the kitchen and we walked into excess everybody walked in together and they were there till probably like 5 a.m i was so tired and, and <laughs> I didn't want to leave until everybody else left. And so I'm like, I'm not leaving until they kick me out of this place. <laughs> so um, Patrick Mahomes, I'm assuming, was there too, right? He was. He was there. He was there at both places and at Excess. And, so uh, I'm, and Brittany, I, I, Brittany was there too. Yeah. I am especially interested. What kind of shine did Patrick get compared to what kind of shine Travis got um, and the after parties? Right. I'll tell you this. Every time they would walk in or out or have to go to the bathroom or something, Patrick Mahomes could just walk right out in front of you, and obviously people would film it or they pay attention. But Taylor and Travis literally took the spotlight for the night. I mean, they were the center of attention. There's just so many people watching them, and everybody would come up to them. I mean, like there's Marshmallow DJing and Diplo, and there's just like tons and tons of people there. There's a lot of celebrities just walking in and out, and you know, and, and they're talking to all the team and the friends and family. It was just, it was just a, the craziest night ever. I mean, the fact that she partied from like what, like from like almost six, seven hours, like, yeah. and they were having shots and drinks and dancing. Well, and, and, and remember, yeah. that's after the game, and she was at the game partying the whole time. So right, right. Yeah. Put in a full day, yeah. and then some. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, they got more stamina than me, and I've been doing this for a long time. Okay, so <laughs> finally, what's your projection here? Is this thing going to last? I don't know. Like, a lot of people say it's fake, but, uh, you know, more and more that I was around them, I mean, Travis uh, seems like a very... Uh, like he's not very clingy or needy and uh, Taylor's really, really into him the whole night. Like he does this thing with her and then goes and talks to his teammates and he was very polite to everybody, you know? And he was, I think he was on a different high as well because obviously they won the Super Bowl. But, you know, I got nothing bad to say about them, but I don't know if this relationship uh, honestly will last. I mean, I don't know if it's a lot of publicity, but I mean, it, it seemed pretty authentic to me, two people that they, they felt like high school kids that just fell in love for the first time. They're two that's, virgins. That's what it looks like. <laughs> that, that is exactly out. what it looks like. That is like. exactly. Yeah. We're going to end on that. That is exactly. <laughs> hey, dude, dude, Tish. get some sleep. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know. I haven't slept in like all night. So thank you so much. That's what Vegas is supposed to be about. Hey, we really appreciate Thanks. you coming on. Thank you. Absolutely. Really mean that. Okay. Uh, I know. I know. Here's the problem. The Chiefs didn't do great in the first half. And had they done great, we would have seen Taylor a heck of a lot more. Just pay. Just uh, pay. We had a bet. What is, what is you this? Think, what are these small bills? First of all, they're not small what bills. What are you talking what are about? Oh, all right. Oh, you gave me 250s. You didn't have 100? 250s. Who carries our 50s? Thank you very much, sir. We had a bet on how many times Taylor would be shown. He thought it would be more than 20. It was only 12, and you're lucky it was even... First of all... You're lucky it even got to that. You without overtime. You didn't think it was going to be over five. Without overtime. Oh, I would have bet over five, definitely. You wouldn't have bet over 10, and I would have won. Well, Usher's Super Bowl halftime show, everyone seemed to love it. There are even some people, I heard some people say, best ever. I don't know about that. That's not a knock on Usher. There have just been such... Great performances, Michael but Jackson, he Prince, surprised us, and Dr. we Gray. knew, <laughs> yes, exactly, all of the, all of the above. But we knew there were going to be some guests, but he still managed to surprise a lot of people. We knew Alicia Keys was going to be there. Right. We knew Little John, Ludacris, 
didn't know that her was gonna be on stage right. and performing, wow, she was amazing. And also, uh, Will I Am was on at one part, and Jermaine Dupree. It was just a great, great show, I thought. It was a great show. There were a couple of interesting things that happened, and they're both kind of connected. So, um, you know, he was, it was super sexy, honestly, watching sure. uh, Usher and Alicia, Alicia Keys. I mean, uh, it was sexy. It was and a lot intentionally of, so. And there were some people who were saying, too sexy. And uh, people found like, this is where people go like, this is disrespectful, she's a married woman, why are you doing this? Which, by, which the, way, is, by the way, is ridiculous. Which is also it's the ridiculous. vibe that goes on at his residency, right? right? Um, but look, this is a song they did together a long time ago. It is a classic. And, it's and, and, they're, of, and they're, they're performing. And they're performers. Exactly. Well, people online were like, you know, calling out Swiss Beats saying, how are you going to let Usher do this with your woman? Uh, Swiss Beats actually responded to it and basically told him, shut up. Yeah, right. You guys don't understand how this works. He said, you're all talking about the wrong damn thing. You all don't see that amazing dress covering the entire stadium. Tonight's performance was nothing but amazing with two amazing giants. Congrats, Usher, and my love, Alicia Keys. That song is a classic. We don't do negative vibes on this side. That is we a make history. perfect response. Yep. Um, a little different from, I think, a message that was telegraphed at the beginning of Usher's performance you before think, he took stage. You think I know we a disagree. message that was, oh, I know we disagree oh boy, do we. But before the show started, right before uh, Usher came on stage, they put up a full screen graphic saying that this performance is rated U, may cause singing, dancing, sweating, gyrating, possible relationship issues. Hmm, possible relationship issues. What could that possibly mean? A lot of people were saying that it was about the Kiki Palmer incident that happened at his Nikki. Las Vegas residency show. A lot of people? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, yes, were saying that, you know, it's because, you know, when she showed up to the concert, just a little recap, she was wearing a really revealing outfit and her um, boyfriend at the time and baby daddy of their child I was called her out for her revealing outfit and how much she was grinding up on him and Made the inappropriateness. Yeah, so uh, he, I mean, he did give, you know, the warning before the show started, possible relationship <laughs> issues, and everyone was taken to the, um, you know, Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats saying, you know, that was, you know, crossing a line too, so I mean, he did give a warning. When though. you saw that graphic, Nikki, did you laugh? I, I did. I chuckled, and I didn't exactly. even think. I didn't even because think you of Kiki. Thinking about Kiki Palmer, you were thinking about all the other people. Why are you brainwashing her? I, She's making. I a asked a question. I didn't even lead the witness. I, I, said, I texted him when I saw it, and I said, "This is ridiculous." And then all of a sudden, we walked in today. And other people like Nikki are saying exactly no, the no, same Nikki thing. No, Nikki does not agree. Sure, she, she does. was just saying what you think. No, she's not. She said a lot of people. Now, look, I mean, it made a lot of news, right? It Why would they refer to, make a reference to a, a, a really bad, what has turned into a bad, dom alleged domestic violence situation? Why would they refer to that and not to the fun that people have been talking about Usher's residency for a full year now, that this happens? I don't know. You don't want, you don't want your girl to go up I don't work for CBS. I don't know. All, you, I just guys know are, you guys are but, reading uh, into this you, way look, too much. Look, we're not going to settle this. What, <laughs> what, Jacob? You guys are reading into this way too much. All it was referring to was the moment where Usher took his shirt off and every guy who was sitting next to their girlfriend was like, okay. No. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's when you get up. That's when you get up and go, no, you go to the other room. Like, you don't want to be sitting right next to her when that happens. Okay. Um, by the way, there was somebody else in the stands 
who should have been on the stage, a lot of people Usher thought. Usher wanted him to be on the stage. I talked to him and asked him to do it. Justin Bieber was just sitting back in a luxury suite uh, with his wife, uh, enjoying the halftime show, but not participating it's in it. It's really interesting because he has performed at smaller venues, obviously. Um, recently, he's not on tour or anything like that. But you, I, I don't know, I thought he was gonna do it. Even though I was told it was unlikely, mm -hmm. I thought he was gonna do this. Because if Usher asks you, and Usher right. mentored him when he was right. 13, I was really surprised. Me too, I, I thought he was gonna do it. So. Yeah. His loss. Hey, this is Evan from Atlanta. And it's crazy because Usher, he probably got his marriage license from one of the marriages he ruined. But who knows? <laughs> By the that, way, he did get a marriage license. Yeah, uh, we put this up yesterday. He got a marriage license. Uh, he and his girlfriend, Jennifer, they've been together for six, seven years, something like that. They've got two kids. Seems like they're planning on getting married. We have no confirmation they actually did it last night, um, but seems like they're gonna do it soon. So, um, big news from Beyonce, that yeah. um, it looks like not only a new album is gonna drop, but in a new genre. So uh, a lot of people felt like, so there was a Verizon commercial that ran, uh, and at the end of the commercial, she says, let's go with the new music, drop the new music. And if you went on her website, there were two songs she actually did drop, and they are country. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited about Beyonce's that. Beyonce's doing a country album. Uh, that will be coming out next month. Yep, so the album's coming out March 29th. The two songs she dropped were Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. This isn't the first time Beyonce has delved into the countryside. In 2016, she released a song called Daddy Lessons on her Lemonade album. Personally, I love the song. However, the country genre was not too receptive of Beyonce. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Recording Academy denied the song from being able to be entered as a country song. Um, a lot of country artists did come back and back her, but it'll be very interesting to see how well received this Once album the is. the album comes you know? out, right. Terry from New York. Um, yeah, like the Beehive is super excited about Beyonce's new album. And I am just gasping for air and I want it to be out already. So <laughs> see you guys March 29th. All right, don't hold your up. breath until then. It's okay. a long time. Man. Stop for just a second. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to clarify something and clear the air. Uh-oh. Okay. So last week we had... Charles's two cousins on uh -huh. our show. Oh gosh! And I made who are one very of my cousins was a whaler. One of them is in the Whalers. Right. The other was is an actor an who's actor. playing his father in, in the new Bob Marley movie. Yeah, which is awesome. And we had them on, and they were great. So I made a little joke at the beginning, and I said, "Finally, to meet somebody from your family who's talented." Making a joke specifically about at my expense, Charles. Yes. Yeah. Well, you forgot Charles that I have family members. I know, but it was and I. And to a one, every single one of them has taken offense they to hate your me. comment. They hate me. I've gotten, boy, the things that I've been okay. asked to they do to you. hate me. <laughs> and I didn't mean it that way. He has very accomplished family members, doctors, all sorts of people. Uh-huh. So I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you still hate me, I'll have to live with it. And I forgot. Sorry. Educators okay, as well. Okay, I know. They're very accomplished. I was kidding. Math geniuses. I was just making a joke. Las Vegas on any weekend, never mind Super Bowl weekend, not the place to go if you want to be low profile uh, and you're a big, big time celebrity because people are going to be looking out. And that's I what hope, happened. I, I hope that image is shattered by Taylor and Travis. 
Because they were out in the open. Right. They were out in the open. Well, Kim Kardashian uh, had a little reunion with a guy that, um, that's Michael Rubin. She was at uh, one of his parties. But the guy she had the reunion with is Odell Beckham Jr., uh, the NFL star, who for months we've been hearing that they are... You're saying reunion. That assumes they haven't seen each other. Haven't seen each other, right. But they haven't done it, certainly, out in public. Right. So this, you thought, was going to be, all right, this is their big public uh, coming out. They were still very low-key. Even though they were in the same place, they did this thing where they walked separately. Oh, God, get she over was it. trying to hide her face. Sorry. I mean... Oh, come on, Kim. Yeah. I'm so sorry. yes, I the groaning, I agree with you. The gro it's a big groan cuz it's like, well, you guys are kind of stepping out in public together, seemingly confirming your relationship but like not really like toe half in. Just come out with it already because here's the here's the reality. We've been reporting on them hanging out and getting close and running in the same circles for literally months now since like the summertime, right? At least the summertime. So they're together. They're banging. They're dating. They're a couple. It's fine. <laughs> just, just embrace him. He's your boyfriend. Just, I don't understand the hesitation at this point. Like it's so bizarre. Because here's the thing: Odell Beckham Jr. is a more respectable boyfriend, in my opinion. Not to oh, trash Pete Davidson, oh, but more oh. respectable. No, and you that, that, oh, to be that's not fair at all. He's that's an NFL on, player. Fabian. He's established. He's so a grown man. No. Yeah, it's fine Pete, to date Odell. No one's going to shame you for that. Pete Davidson is incredibly yeah. Well, that's anyway. What I'm saying is the comparison that she embraced Pete so so quickly and so publicly so fast and yet with Odell let's tiptoe around it it's kind of weird I don't know I, I find I it will say very this. strange you remember what happened when she very publicly embraced well, no, I understand the, the whole Kanye Kanye I, I understand the Kanye thing but at a point come on I mean first of all he's gonna know at a point and so it's it's this whole game of oh we don't want people to know yet and also Kanye was in town at least on the game on game day Kanye went to the game so I also, also Kanye is very smitten with his new wife, wife his yeah. literal wife, Bianca Sensori. He's smitten with this woman. So he doesn't care about Kim anymore. He's over it. He's well, got his own new muse to we'll worry see. about. He has his muse. He's fully obsessed with her, I think. My, we'll see about my, my question is, after what happened with Kanye and Kim with Taylor, where they secretly recorded right. that conversation, that she edited it mm -hmm. to make it seem like something it and wasn't. And Taylor said last year that it still bugs her that the, she never got an apology. Oh, she's ne she's never. Taylor's never going to forgive her. Yeah, I'm just. I just find it interesting that she entered that territory by going now, to the Super Bowl. Spe speaking of that territory, we should show off the sweets, the comparing oh, yeah. dueling sweets here. We got this on the site. It's crushing, by the way. The story is crushing. People love this. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's private suite, which had a ton of A-listers, Bieber. Um, I think CJ Stroud is in there. Oh yeah, there. let's look. Mama, let's look. Tons Anthony. of people. All the car genders are there, and her suite looks like looks Beavers, like people are snoozing. Rust They're passing Sierra. out in there. It's boring. No, Fabian's right. Look you at look that. at Taylor Swift's suite. It is lit. It's a party. She's pounding beers. It looks like a frat party, basically. And uh, I guess it just kind of goes to show oh, who's, who's also, young and who's a little older. Hold on. I mean, obviously Taylor's is going to be yeah, but more Fabian, excitement. Fabian's, they're, they're rooting Fabian's for... got a point. They're at the Super Bowl. Fabian's the, right. Taylor's booth, they have an active reason to be cheering. In Kim's reason, they don't have any connection to either team. What are you talking team. about? You're at the Super Bowl. They don't have a connection You're to either team. You're at the team. Super Bowl, which, which, for which to me begs the question. It begs the question. Why are the Car Jenners even there? I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. They're, in, you know, they're they can do whatever they want. It's but because like, it's, because it's, doing it's, there. A it's high profile. It's yeah. yeah. They're there to be seen. Right. I mean, yes, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Oh, them. hey, baby, and I got a question. You've been you've been on this all day. Did the Kardashians, especially Kim, did she go to any of the after parties? 
Uh, I have not seen her. Haven't seen her any show up any I, on uh, Saturday night. She was out and about with Odell at the Fanatics party, but for Sunday, haven't seen any any sign of her just yet. That's interesting. You're saying because Taylor was out and well, about. I mean, go back to the picture of Kim and Kanye. Who's doing their nails there? What? I mean, go back to the picture of Kim in the in nobody. The, in the nobody suite. was doing their no, no, nails. No, go back to the picture, guys. Who's Look, doing their nails? Don't you? It's not someone doing their nails. It's just maybe just scratching at her. Just picking at her nails. Like she's doing her nails. The person sitting next to Russ. Uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Who is that? I don't want to know who the guy is sleeping next to CJ Stroud. <laughs> exactly. He was out late the night before. <laughs> yes, this is uh, Daily. I'm a, a rapper from Oklahoma City. And uh, my opinion on this whole situation is I think she's just, uh, you know, living her life, making her rounds and uh, and enjoying her life. You know what I'm saying? Basically, it's for the, uh, the public to, uh, you know, make their determination. But I just think she's just having a little good time. No, she's definitely having a good time. Nobody. It didn't no. look like a great time. It looked like she was just kind of. You would have more fun, though. Just a tip for Kim. You'd have more fun if you just live life out loud. Look at Taylor and Travis. Yes. Stop trying to. Yes. Tiptoe around. Exactly. Okay, we're taking a break. All right, when we come back, BB Rexa was in Vegas uh, for some Super Bowl performances, and one of them did not go well at all. You're going to see why she stormed off stage, refused to perform. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to TMZ Live. Uh, BB Rexa was tapped to perform at one of the parties this weekend in Vegas before the Super Bowl. Uh, SI has a big party, they do it every year, uh, and they wanted BB Rexa, and they got her. She showed up, ready to perform. We talked to her about it. Took the stage. Seemed excited, she got on stage, and then things went to crap. Um, and she ended up storming off stage. Uh, here's what happened. As you heard her and say, she walked that. off. This was at Excess, uh, um, the club at Wynn, and she was pissed. Super upset. And she, you know, she never came back. Um, and, and I love BB Rex. I just want to say that up front. But it's like you're a performer. I, I get it's frustrating when the sound isn't working or you feel like your vocals aren't coming through and not giving the best performance you can give. But it's like that's your job. You kind of got to roll with the punches on this one, no? Because, I mean, uh, the, the sound guy at, at Wynn or whatever is in a lot of trouble now, and there's also probably... <laughs> no, he's a, not the sound guy anymore. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah <laughs> exactly. The former would, sound guy. I would imagine. And also, I mean, she was the special guest. The Chainsmokers and Kaigo were, like, the performers who are DJs. But I'm sure there were people at the party that were excited to see her perform a few songs, and she left. So. Yeah, I hear you, too. You know what this reminds me But I also think that if she does it and the, and the sound quality is bad, then all people are gonna know when they no, recorded but, it, BB Rex is sounding like right. crap. But what you could do is, you could strip it down. You could say, look, I'm not hearing myself in my ear, so I'm just gonna improvise here. And then, all of a sudden, you turn it into this kind of challenge, 
and maybe you do something a cappella. Uh, you know saying. what I mean? It's, it's what's unclear it's is exactly position. what the sound issue was because if it's well, her she monitor, said she couldn't hear. If it's her monitor that screwed up, then doing an a cappella thing is not simple. No, I didn't say it was simple. But you know, you do have to pivot a little bit. She also, it's also a Vegas uh, party. I mean, just pump in her vocals, cares? and no one's gonna notice. Everyone's <laughs> hammered. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> that too. is a fair point. That is true too. Um, by the way, one of the things BB told us right before she went on is that um, she had had some bad luck gambling. Oh, she lost like five, three thousand dollars in five minutes. Sounds about like me. Yeah, commensurate. I think so. Yes. This is Donnie ATV Pumley from Chicago, Illinois. I I don't know if she was just in a good mood. Like you guys said, she just had lost money, and maybe she was trying to keep a smile, or maybe it was really a problem with the sound system, but I really don't know. You know, maybe she, uh, like you said, she could have improvised in some way. Sometimes you got to roll with the punches and just keep going. Um, in this situation, I don't know. It had to be pretty bad because she's a gamer. Oh, we, I'm sure. We've seen her. Yeah. When she got hit in, hit in the face with something. She kept she, performing. She went off and she came back on and finished the show. Yeah. So it must have been pretty bad. Yeah, it must have been bad. Um, okay, tonight on Fox at 9 o'clock, 8 Central, we have one of our documentaries in our series on Monday nights. Teams this one is about a very famous OnlyFans model by the name of Courtney Clenny. And she had her sights to become the next Kim Kardashian. She was on her way. She had millions of followers. So she is rich. She is famous. And she meets this guy, Christian Obamselli. And they have what looks from the outside like this beautiful love story. In fact, it was violent. It was angry. And it was fueled by drugs and alcohol. Here is a little bit about what happened. The people in their lives talking about it. In particular... That Courtney's parents, we should say, well, who've never and, spoken. And and Courtney's parents haven't spoken, but you should know, she killed him, she stabbed him, she is now on trial for murder, and what everybody around them is saying is this was a powder keg waiting to explode. From the outside, their relationship looked like it was perfect, but once they started drinking and, and getting a little loose, that's when you would start to see them get angry and start to fight, and it would go from zero to 100 very fast. It got worse when she drank. When she was drinking, she could be a lot more temperamental. I do think it may have been mutually physical, but you have to remember that he weighed, what, 220 pounds? 230 pounds, and she weighed 150. Did she ever tell you she feared he would kill her? Yes. He almost did a couple weeks before that. She said that she was passing out. He was strangling her. And she said that it was going through her mind, oh my gosh, my mom's going to have to plan my funeral. I believe if Courtney were black or if Christian were white, we would not be here. So the parents, that is Deborah and Kim Clenny, they've never spoken publicly. They talked to us, um, I think about three weeks ago, nine days after we did this interview with them, they were arrested, and they are now being, Not because of the interview. Not because of the interview. Right. <laughs> they were arrested because prosecutors say in the Courtney Clenny case that Courtney gave her parents the password to Christian's computer after he died and that they accessed it. Now, we don't know if they deleted information, what they, they did, off of it, but. but they are charged with felonies, and they were taken down to Miami, where Courtney is. They live in Austin, and they're in court today um, over this case. So the three of them 
are now, now all facing, facing felonies. I mean, one more, far more serious. Right. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. They're actually being housed sort of together, right? Uh, and the charges against the parents are simply that they accessed someone's computer, his computer, without his knowledge and without any permission, and that is a felony. And they could theoretically serve some serious time for this. I'm sure prosecutors are lining it up with the, with her case, but nevertheless, they put themselves in some serious peril here. Well, and the other thing too is Deborah was on the phone with her daughter, uh, Courtney, when Courtney, the, the when, they, when Courtney stabbed him. Yeah. And so she presumably would be a big defense witness, but now, it kind of gets compromised right. when prosecutors call, call her right. call her on the stand. That's right. The parents on the That's stand. right. Hi, my name is Mooney Osunde. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. And I believe that Courtney needs to go to jail. Her parents need to go to jail. I have relations to Courtney's cousins, and this Christian's death has torn her family apart. And her parents and her need to pay for what they've done. Well, we will see. The trial is going to go down this year. So, again, the documentary is on tonight. It is called TMZ Investigates Killer, OnlyFans Model, Deadly Love Story, tonight at 9 o'clock, 8 central. Well, uh, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan seem to be going against all odds. Uh, and people said that they, they this wasn't going to last and that she was just in this to get back at her ex, Scottie Pippen, uh, dating the son of Michael Jordan. Uh, and those people who said it's not going to last... They were right. Might be right. I think they might be right. Yeah, because uh, over the weekend, the couple stopped following each oh, other. Oh, that's it's always the first sign. sign. Right, that they are no longer following each other on Instagram. I guess it doesn't mean that it's over, sure over. It, it could just mean that they are... If they had a project, you know, know it could just mean that they had a maybe they had a, a spat. They had an argument. Well, that's the anger. They did it. Maybe I don't know. But they both did it for each other, right? Right. So it's not just one. Right. They both did it, which makes it feel like this is a mutual decision. Yes. That, yeah. And, and guys, I've reached out to someone close to Larsa, and they're dodging my questions all morning long on whether or not they're still together, whether they've broken up. So it, it's a little. Well, there's your answer. It, well, it could be that way, but then I also think, like, did they get in some kind of a fight, and it's just right, a break, and they don't, don't want to say they're done yet? Well, but yeah, but that it, when both of them unfollow each other, isn't that way more serious than if one does? I mean, it feels more final if both of them do. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair point. And I, and, I, and I will say, and I've thought this from the very beginning of this relationship, they kind of went 100 miles per hour. Uh, you know, she's obviously on The Real Housewives of Miami. Much of her storyline this season centers around their relationship. Um, they also just were on another NBC show together recently, The Traders, um, and they're both contestants on that. And what's interesting is The Traders is supposed to film their reunion in uh, the next few, few weeks. Andy Cohen revealed that this morning. So it'll be interesting because if they are broken up, they will have to be in the same room to film that reunion together. Hopefully well, we get some answers there. There is uh, one more piece of evidence that this isn't just a, a spat. Uh. Um, <laughs> Larsa posted this uh, poll. Should your friends unfollow your ex? Yes oh, or no? Are you kidding? <laughs> this is like case so... closed. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
This is like you're walking. It could have just been a hypothetical question. Oh, my God. No. Of course they're broken up if she said that. Yeah. Hey, Brendan, real quick. Are you there? Yeah, what's up? Um, turn around to Devin, because I care about, we're, we've tried to upgrade our lunches here. Ask him how, the, how lunch is, because I saw him chowing down. De Devin is raving. He says the soup is really good. Are you fat shaming me again? No, <laughs> we're not fat shaming you. No I was just asking shaming. you about the food. <laughs> okay, that's all I want to know. I'm just. My wow. Is he fat shaming you? No, I was There's not no fat, fat shaming you. Jeez. Hey guys, my name is Quentin. I'm located just outside of Chicago. I actually went to college with Scotty Pippen's nephew, Kavion, and I buy a lot of Jordan merchandise, so I'm not swaying towards either, either way. But weren't just a couple months ago they were talking about how they get intimate at least like four times a night? Well, now they're breaking up. It seems like Larza wasn't getting enough from my perspective. <laughs> Maybe so. Or maybe, maybe just, or so. it wasn't that good. Or they, or they, they just anyway, had a bad fight. Okay, we're moving on. Yes, so oh, I, I love this next. Goldie story. Hawn and Kurt Russell had a Super Bowl party, um, but the party wasn't for them or their friends and family. Although there were a lot of uh, friends and family there, including uh, Kate Hudson. Everyone was there to celebrate their dog, right? Because Roy, the their uh, their lab, was actually in a Super Bowl commercial. So here is the moment that everyone was waiting and watching for, like, I don't know if they even cared about the it's game. It's a Budweiser commercial. Yes, and that Budweiser commercial came on, and then the cheers began. And there, and there's the star. There's Roy getting all the congratulations. That's a cool moment. I love that. That is such. That is. But they the way, were actually excited about it. I mean, they've been in showbiz for decades, and they still. And that food looked so good. <laughs> I don't. I, I was just staring at. Oh my god. Anyway, congratulations, Roy. We yeah. watched you. That was awesome. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith was at home when two men tried to get into her LA area home. Now, this is not the home that she and Will uh, had lived in together. Uh, remember, they started living separately, but she was home by herself when these two men tried to get in the house. And really scary. I yeah, mean, this is a um, really, really scary. Yeah, thing. guys, what happened was she was home and two guys climbed up on her second story balcony and came face to face with her and she scared him off. And what cops don't know is whether she was a target or these crews that are just hitting rampant all around L.A. right now. So is this an area where they've had a lot of uh, break-ins? They've had tons of break-ins all over L.A. All the nice areas, whether it be the Valley, Calabasas, Los Angeles, they are just hitting everywhere. And they don't know if it's the gangster crews that are kind of knocking on the back door and breaking the glass and getting in when no one answers, or they're the South American crews that are climbing up the back fire roads and the backsides of the mountains to get in. That's crazy. So there are just groups that are, and they haven't yeah. caught them? No, not, not on this one. I mean, there's so many different groups hitting. I've been talking to detectives all over the place. This is a huge problem. And if you remember, Keanu Reeves got hit, right. Leanna Waif yeah. got hit, right. um, Lee Young Hung from Hunger Games got hit. I mean, this is just, I expect to see a lot more celebrities because the amount of houses these guys are hitting. Wow. By the way, so Jada and Will were living separately. She said during her book tour that they would eventually move back in together pretty clearly. It sounded like they have uh, not yet. Not yet, yeah. Um, so um, I, that, that's the only reason I can understand why she's ensconced in that house. Right. right. Otherwise, if Will were home, he could have stepped up and slapped him.
crap out of it. No? <laughs> Hi, I'm Gaspar. I'm from Rain Island. And first of all, I would say I'm so glad nothing happened to Jada because that would have been very bad. But I can't help myself to put myself in the intruder's shoes and imagine myself seeing Jada in real life and being like, damn, she did that to Will Smith. She did that to our past lovers. I don't want to leave that. And I would run away as well. <laughs> it was made funnier by, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, what else do you guys want to talk about? Hey y'all, I'm Katie from Memphis, Tennessee, and I want to talk about the Swifty Bowl last night. Um, it was an ugly Swifty game. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. The Swifty Bowl, Harvey and Charles, obviously. Um, it was an ugly game, but a beautiful love story. And I think I've come to the conclusion that this is millennial women's Camelot. Oh, that's in what an interesting way of putting it. I, I that's guess a really kind of is. That's a really interesting way of putting it. I'll tell you. Hopefully, it I love this relationship because they're just so open and having fun about it. Just other celebrities, look at this, look at the way it's being received, <laughs> follow their lead. And we're not only saying that because it makes for great video and photos for us. Right. <laughs> One more. Tim Parham from Chicago, we talking Usher. I'm happy to see Usher get his marriage license, and I'm also hearing that he got married after the Super Bowl. He put on a legendary performance last night and is a certified living legend. I also think he's a terrorist. I mean, did you see what he did last night with Alicia Keys? That was crazy. <laughs> oh my! It's God. also known as a performance. I don't yeah. know if he's the jump to terrorism. Really? Jeez. <laughs> oh my God. Still several months away before uh, Ryan Seacrest officially, before you see him on the air hosting Wheel of Fortune, but he and Vanna White already getting together in Hawaii. Not just to bond, you know, as coworkers, uh, they're there shooting promos. Looks like they're having fun. This is going to be a long time gig for Ryan, I think. Um, yes. He is going to, I think. And he's he, into it. Look at this. He's got snorkel on, diving in. I think he's going to last years and years and years on this show. I really do. Yeah. Um, they they picked the right person. It's kind of, I, I want to like, remind the fact that he's doing New Year's Eve now. He stepped in uh, for Dick Clark. Right. That is his gig now until he doesn't want it. But I think the same thing's gonna happen yeah, with Wheel. Yeah, exactly. Because Jeopardy had real trouble finding a host. Right. This makes total, total sense. And good he for is, them. He is a good guy and Vanna's a good person, so um, congrats. I hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl, everybody. Uh, Swifty Bowl. The Swifty Bowl, excuse me, and we'll and and <laughs> shout out to Charles's family. We'll see you tomorrow. Wow, you're just <laughs> digging yourself in deeper. <laughs>